0: careful when you throw out your demons that you don't throw away the best of yourself. Nietzsche. I'll be honest, when I first read this quote, it pretty much went over my head. I got the sense that it was maybe worth jotting down, but it didn't really strike me as anything that deserved my focus. However, I was watching an old interview with Joseph Campbell and he quoted that same passage and the context that he put it in suddenly jumped out at me and I started to realize its meaning. See, there's an issue that a lot of us seem to have. I see this a lot with my coaching clients and just with people in general, even myself. It's this idea that we're supposed to be these whole, complete, perfectly functioning individuals with nothing wrong with us or with our lives. When we struggle with depression, anxiety, trauma, addiction, disability, handicaps, whatever it is, we start thinking that life isn't supposed to be this way. When we start to discover the darkness inside of us, the potential for evil that we have, we often recoil in horror at the realization that we're not quite what we would like to think. Instead of looking to escape those things that we don't like, the real solution is to embrace them and to turn them to our advantage. When we're exploring the depths of our souls, it's important not to deny the aspects of ourselves that we would prefer to not see. Ignoring our darkness is no salvation. I'd like to illustrate this lesson with an experience that I had recently I've been working on diving deeper and deeper into myself. And by inducing a trance state and by slipping into a deep state of meditation, we can start to bridge the gap between our conscious and our unconscious mind. This state of mind is the perfect place to start learning to communicate with that primordial intelligence within us. Remember that the unconscious doesn't speak with logic, but through symbols. Because of this, the the visions that arise in this state of mind can be pretty odd sometimes, honestly. They tend to be dreamlike. And a lot of times you'll see stories play out that feel significant, even if they don't make sense just yet. And the important thing to remember is to surrender to the process. When you tap into the unconscious, it's going to take over. You'll feel the wispy images change into a vivid and pretty dramatic play sometimes. It can have a dreamlike quality, like I said. But the images and the scenes that come up, that is the unconscious mind directly expressing itself. If you want to begin communicating with it, it's a good idea to start by learning how to listen to it. Now, be aware that if you start this process, you're going to open the floodgates and it's going to spill out into the rest of your life and all the stuff that you have been not dealing with is going to come up and it's going to be a little bit difficult to ground yourself sometimes. But that being said, the thing that really stops most people from venturing into this kind of journey is uh, of the the self-discovery is that fear of the dark. There's a lot of stuff inside of us that we don't understand, and a lot of it honestly isn't pretty. Our brains do a pretty good job at hiding the parts of us that we know better than to show off to polite society, and those parts are also hidden from us as well so that we can preserve our self-image. Now, there's a lot of things that we hide from for whatever reason, and the unconscious is a pretty good artist. As such, the dreamlike visions can quickly become nightmares. And if you've ever dreamed of like a terrifying monster chasing you through the woods at night, you have a pretty good idea of the types of symbols that your unconscious is going to use to express its fear. It won't tell you I'm afraid of X, Y, Z. Instead, it's going to show you an artistic depiction of fear. It's going to show you something to be afraid of. The thing is that this fear and loathing is something that's running wild inside of us all the time. It's living in the subterranean caverns of our minds, it's existing as its own personality. Our consciousness is fragmented into a pretty good number of pieces that are connected but still act with some degree of individuality. The result of this is that we'll sometimes struggle to act consistently. We want to act with confidence, but we just feel terrified. We want to maintain our diet, but we something inside of us just overwhelms our willpower and we somehow find ourselves at the drive through again, we want to stay faithful, but then we keep having to tell ourselves that this other person we're talking to really doesn't mean anything. And, you know, nobody likes to admit when they're playing politics, least of all to themselves, but it's something that we all do to make it worse. That's all stuff related just to morality to really dig deeper requires digging up memories of trauma, pain, fear, emotional damage. And these things are always there. Um, so we might as well confront them. The rewards for completing this kind of journey are very well worth it, but it is not easy. So on to my illustration. This is one self-discovery session I had that I thought was pretty interesting, and I promise it's related to the need to quote that I opened with. So the vision started over a dark sea with a full moon overhead. I took in the expanse of water and then was violently plunged into the depths. I surfaced, got some air, then was dragged back down over and over again. Just like in a dream where you feel like you've lost all your strength, I just couldn't seem to push my way up to the water. I didn't have the the strength to swim. And eventually I tired out and I felt myself relax. And as I did so, I had to laugh at myself because I immediately started to float comfortably on the surface. And I stayed here peacefully for some time before the jaws of some sort of sea monster rose up from the surface and closed in on me. I washed into the stomach of the creature, and just like Pinocchio in the story, I grabbed onto a piece of driftwood to pull myself onto. Now, this is where things got really interesting. Out of the walls of the monster's stomach, all of these different demons started to emerge and to confront me. And they would kind of ooze out of the stomach lining like some kind of infected wound. And they had all these like really weird and wild appearances. They were very crazy looking. And at first, all of this might sound a little nuts, and maybe I am crazy, who knows but either way confronting these demons was extremely cathartic as i overcame the fear that these bizarre creatures evoked they started to change shape they started to change into distorted reflections of me but with all kinds of like crazy issues you know giant boils misshapen heads contorted features and stuff like that weird stuff i know but forcing myself to stare at these demons i started to realize something i started to feel my unconscious was trying to tell me something these distorted reflections of myself were the artistic rendering of my pain of my insecurities of my fears of my whatever they weren't nightmares for the sake of fear they were symbolic of how i saw myself the way that i pretended i didn't see myself the things that i was hiding from about myself and being able to look in the mirror so to speak and this created a space for a lot of healing now i could see myself honestly without the defense mechanisms of my ego kicking in great experience, very much like a psychedelic ceremony. Towards the end, I started to get scared again. Um, A lot of you know that I do have OCD and I've made a lot of progress in that, but sometimes the obsessive thoughts do come back. And I started to have this intrusive thought that started saying the word or the name Lucifer over and over again. And it just resounded in my brain so loudly and so ominously and I was slightly worried that in doing all of this deep unconscious work that I maybe would inadvertently contact the spirit world and open a portal and I definitely did not want anything that negative showing up. But in answer to my fear, a new figure came out of the walls and confronted me. He said don't be afraid, the only devil here is you. And Now a little bit more happened but let's pull back a little bit. There was a lot of value in the symbolism of all this. So after confronting my fears and my insecurities, that last part really drove the whole thing home. All those so-called demons that I was afraid of, they were a part of me. The idea of a devil holding authority over them and directing my torment, that suddenly felt very transparent. The pain and the fear that I had been torturing myself with all of these years it doesn't come from an evil presence outside of myself. Those things happen to me, yes, but the recurring punishment, that, that has been self-imposed. I had created a prison in my own mind, and was tormenting myself. I had rejected these parts of myself that I didn't like, and in doing so, had created a separation between who I was and who I pretended to be. This separation had given rise to an internal conflict, and that was taking place completely in my unconscious, and I had no idea. So to go back to Nietzsche, it's really important for us to understand that we're not one-dimensional beings. We contain both the light and the dark. We hold the potential for good and for evil. We can't have one without the other, and denying these parts of ourselves only serves to hold us back. Whenever we go through something difficult, it's really easy to say, I don't want this. I don't deserve this. Life shouldn't be this way. I don't want to feel this. I don't want it to be that way. And it's understandable and i do it too but when we deny what's happening to us we create a friction inside of ourselves i'm not suggesting by any means that we shouldn't change what we don't want i'm not suggesting that we shouldn't heal or that we deserve the bad things that come our way not at all that's not what i'm saying but if you've listened to me for a while you know that i'm a huge advocate of learning how to transform the hard times into something new What I'm driving at here is that we direct a lot of hate and a lot of blame towards ourselves. We look at depression, anxiety, trauma, fear, and whatever else it is. We look at it like it's a blemish on our souls. We see the negative things inside of us that we don't like, and we try to hide from them. We medicate ourselves to avoid feeling the darkness that comes up from those primordial places in our reptilian brain. And when we throw out our demons, sometimes we throw out the best in ourselves. Not because those demons compliment us in some way, but because they're small aspects of ourselves. They're small, misunderstood aspects of ourselves. They're the scared, hurt part of us that's acting out for attention, just like a toddler is gonna throw a temper tantrum to express itself. The unconscious can't communicate by speaking to us directly, so it has to rely on other methods. It'll kick and scream by throwing up those feelings of depression, the panic attacks, the nightmares, the sudden bursts of anger, and we wonder why we sabotage ourselves, but then we ignore the fact that 95% of our decisions are made by the unconscious, and we don't have a clear line of communication between us and that part of ourselves, right? When we try to distract ourselves from that inner darkness, we deny a part of ourselves that needs attention and healing. We're locking that screaming child in the basement instead of giving it comfort and helping it to grow. Medicating ourselves into oblivion with sex, drugs, rock and roll, that may throw out the demons, but it also throws out our ability to learn what those parts of our psyche have to offer. Think of a room full of people trying to lift a heavy table. If every person is running in different directions and not talking to each other, that table isn't going anywhere. Some of them are scared of the table. Some of them are eating off of the table. Some of them are stoned underneath the table. Everybody, you know, getting everyone to work together is like learning to integrate your shadow self. When you heal those fragmented pieces of yourself, you destroy that separation between you and you. You become more complete and you're gonna have much more energy. You're getting everyone together to help lift that table. And your whole mind is working together instead of against itself. A house divided cannot stand. Before you recoil from the demons in your head, try asking yourself what they represent and what they have to teach you. Don't go summoning actual demons here. That's that's a bad idea. I'm not saying that. But the self-created ones, yes, those are opportunities for growth. Embrace them instead of hiding from them. Shadow work is very interesting, guys. It's a it's a wild ride for sure. Reach out to me if you need any help. Thank you so much for listening. Um, as always, if you are interested in working with me as a coach, you can head over to my social media page or to my website. You can email me, direct us to me, whatever you like. Um, Also, if you're not on my TikTok page, it's a good place to be. I post there every single day. Either way, guys, thank you so much for listening. Like I said, have a good day. Good luck.